Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Thanks for tuning in. This is Roleplay Retcon. Uh, if you don't know what Roleplay Retcon is, we are a podcast and we take movies that didn't do so great and we fix them through the magic of roleplay tabletop games. And um, you can listen to any series you want, but make sure you start at episode zero of that series, which is what this episode is for this series. Yeah. And in this series, we are going to be learning about the system and the movie that we're doing. The system that we are going to be learning about today is Fate Core. Fate Core. Ooh. And the movie. Is that like Night Core? No, it's like Night Court. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love Night Court. <laughs> and the movie that we're doing this series is Night Court. Twilight. <laughs> Not Night Court. <laughs> it's Twilight. 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 <sighs> Twilight. Is it pronounced Twilight? What? It's twi- it's Twilight in the in the gamer speak. I mean, I've always pronounced I've always pronounced it Twiglet. And anyway, all right. This was the end of the episode. Uh, I'm never doing this again. Thanks for listening. Bye. I'm sorry I ruined your dramatic reveal. Do you do you do you have like thoughts and feelings on Twilight you want to say before we begin? Is that there are a lot of thoughts yeah. and feelings? Before, yeah, Twilight. absolutely. Okay, before, but first, yeah. but first, but first, we have to introduce our new our new person. Okay, so I'm Gen Z. Hi, Gen Z. Uh, who are you? Hello. Let's introduce each other. I mean ourselves. I'm Gen Z. I'm Haley. I'm Ben I'm Sanford. Alex, don't do this. <laughs> Do you really want me to call you that? No, my name's Alex. Okay, this is Alex. Oh, my name's Alex. He does Alex. not actually want Honestly, us to call him Sanford's kind of a cool <laughs> name, though. <laughs> All right, so this is Haley's first time. Haley, do you want to, like, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? My name's Haley. Um, yeah, this is my first campaign ever, so there's a little anxiety, but... You- I mean, Your first like fate campaign? No, first the first like thing ever campaign ever. Wow, ever just uh, like like role playing yes. game. Yes. Wow. Yes. So excited. But she's yeah, but excited. You, you you are not new to Twilight, correct? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> Haley and I have been best friends since middle school. And Haley is actually the one who was first like Gen Z, take this book and read it. And that book was Twilight, and I read it in a day, and yeah. And I think that was about 2005? Yeah, right about then. It was before the first movie came out. So that's that's kind of going to be 
interesting about this series because I feel like um, if you ask people if uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull is good, they go <laughs> no. And if and if uh, you ask someone if Batman and Robin is good, they go <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> And, but if you ask people if Twilight is good, that's a complicated question. It is a complicated question because it's not... Do we get enjoyment from it? Yes. Yes. Well, well some of us do. <laughs> I would I would in no way call Twilight as a franchise a failure. Certainly not. It, it was a huge hit. No, it yeah. was not. That, uh, mm-hmm. that movie's kind of bad, though. <laughs> Is there a lot that is well, wrong with it? Yes, and that's why we're and here. That's guys. why we're here. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna make it better. Yeah, it's a reimagining. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I've been a fan of it it's for like fourteen years now. Yeah, same. Came out in two thousand five. Yeah. Um, the the well, the movie came out in two thousand eight. So yeah, and we went and we watched it together. We did. I think we watched the first and second one we together. Did. We watched the second one too. I haven't actually seen the third or fourth movies. Oh my! But yeah, <laughs> I stopped after the second one. Just but... watched the clips of Jacob. <laughs> Just, <yeah. laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> Jesus, today, today, today. One of you, I don't remember who, like in our little like roleplay retcon group chat mm-hmm. where we like organize stuff like one of you just put a gif of that guy taking his uh, pants his off his name and is that... taylor lautner and he plays jacob black and yes i included a gif of him taking his pants off yeah i opened that at work and i was like oh shit uh... <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> and then we were trying to figure out which movie it was from and i was like uh i don't think i should google that while i'm at work it's from part two of the last movie yeah and he's actually taking his pants off for Charlie, <laughs> Bella's dad. So it's not weird. It's totally fine. He's a grown Put your man. Back I don't on, think. Boy. I don't think what you just said, uh, without any other context, is like <laughs> not weird. Like that. Anyway, anyway, anyway. This is unimportant. Yeah. Um. We won't even get to that. <laughs> it's fine. The important stuff is. Um, I think Twilight has had kind of like a renaissance within the past year or so. It's been popping up in a lot of different mediums and people are really starting to look at it critically and really understand like what it is that we as a society really loved and hated about Twilight so I really thought that it would be a fun idea to do it and then I watched the movie and I was like yeah this is the worst movie I've ever seen (laughs) so I'm really excited to to GM Twilight I'm excited you all are going to do it with me Jensi actually sat me and Benjamin down and I watched it for the first time over at her house and boy, I had actually seen it. Oh once. boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a treat. What do you <laughs> think was the worst part? Uh, it had to be the, the running, the slow, the running the uphill part in the forest, running and jumping. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, I. Him just moving his legs in the in the air, just like wiggling his legs to move. In so the like air. the that slow, fast uh, parts. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Also, that was kind of the best part, though. So. It was definitely the funniest part, unintentionally. <laughs> Did you I enjoy really... the part where the bad vampires are coming through the woods and they're like really going fast, but they're it kind of looks like they're walking slow too, yeah. mm-hmm. as yeah. they're going towards the baseball field. 
you can tell the director was like so proud of that oh, effect God. and it was the worst thing honestly the <laughs> editing was the worst part like all of the weird little cuts and close-ups and like switch arounds i don't know who i i'm sorry if the person who edited twilight is listening to our thing i thought it was the worst thing i've ever seen and i'm sorry how much were you paid man it wasn't <laughs> enough <laughs> Can I just bring up another thing um, that I don't know was ever explained to me? It might have been, but I might have just been not listening. What does Twilight have to do with it? What does Twilight, like the word Like the Twilight? title of the movie. So It's like a between thing. Yeah, so every time, like, it's a metaphor between, like, light and dark. Uh-huh. And it's kind of a metaphor between, like... Bella and Edward. I don't know. It's a metaphor. Don't worry about it. It's like the type of day where he can be outside. Yeah. Because Because if he's out in the daytime, yeah. So it's kind of like that part in the day where he can come back out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a between worlds Basically. Cool. All of of Twilight's metaphors are very heavy handed. (laughs) Don't worry about it. But anywho, yeah. So we're doing Twilight and today we are going to learn about fake core. And I'm really excited about Fate Core because uh, before, just a couple days ago, I had no idea anything about it, and it is really cool. It's a really cool system, so I'm excited to learn about it with everyone. Me too. Nice. Also, it's pronounced Fate Core, not Fate Core. I thought it was Fate Core. I know that might be like a really subtle distinction for you guys, but then when I started watching videos and hearing people call it Fate Core, I thought that was kind of weird. But it's fake core. Oh, like like it's one word and not two yeah. words? Like it's not okay. the core of fate, it's the fate of core. That is really weird. Okay. <laughs> that is a very subtle difference. I don't know, it tripped <laughs> me up. Anywho, so before we move on any further. Yeah. Um, I would first like for you guys to tell me and the listeners what characters you will be playing well i should definitely go first because i'm the main character yes Yes. uh it's gonna be weird for me taking a lead role but uh i am playing bradley swan yes we're doing a uh a gender swap situation where i am bella essentially but uh gender bender dude yeah so one of the things that I thought would be really fun, and this was even before I knew there was a book about this that I haven't read, but I heard it's cringy from Haley. Nice. It's so cringy. To it. I listened to five minutes of it. And, yeah. I read the Wikipedia and I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm. But I thought it would be really fun to see like the genders reversed to like see how that plays with the relationships and the power dynamics and stuff. So instead of Bella Swan, we got Bradley Swan. Haley, who are you playing? I am going to be... Estella Cullen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you Vamp are. girl. Vamp Love interest. Girl. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love that. Love that. Benjamin? Uh, I'm, I'm Sanford. <laughs> ben. <laughs> You're taking my stuff. I'm not I'm not Sanford. I'm 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 Charlie. I'm uh, I'm actually unchanged from from the source material. I am uh, I'm Brad's dad. Charlie. Brad's dad. I guess Charlie Swan probably. Am I, or did Brad take uh, uh, his mom's what? name? He's wanting to know if he's Charlie Swan or if... Or if yeah, you're Charlie right. Swan. 
Okay, awesome. So now that we know you guys' names, uh, we will eventually make our characters together. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about Fate Core. So Fate Core is really cool. It's um, it's kind of like a story-driven RPG. So you're still going to roll dice. You're still going to have like skills and stuff. But instead of character stats, you're going to have these things called aspects. And aspects are like descriptors of your characters that you're going to invoke during um, during the gameplay. And you're actually going to use those in place of like stats. So um, we'll go we'll go way further into aspects and stuff later. But basically like an aspect would be if I was a a paladin. And um, I really have a soft, a soft spot for people who are oppressed. Then maybe I'm like good with a sword and love helping the weak. So that would be an aspect. That would be my aspect. And I could actually use that aspect. That's like a descriptor of me. That's like who I am, what I like to do, what I do it for. But it's also like something that I can actively use in gameplay. So for example, if like there's some little guy over there and he's being oppressed, then I can like invoke my aspect and be like, all right, you know, I'm good with the sword and I help weak people. So I'm going to go beat this guy up. Um, and a lot of it has to do with convincing me, the GM, and you guys as your fellow players that something that you're doing is cool enough and that you're capable of doing it. And so we're all going to work together and let you guys do cool stuff when you deserve to be able to do cool stuff. Cool. All right. Yeah. Are there any questions so far? More of an interjection. Uh -huh. Before we get into the fake core situation uh -huh. should mm -hmm. we talk about who we have portraying our particular characters sure i would love for that to happen alex playing bradley swan who do you have playing bradley swan i didn't want to go first uh, <laughs> ben you went last last time ben as charlie swan bradley's dad who you got uh walter mathow all right walter mathow <laughs> You know what, Ben? I gave dead. you a picture in the game, and I do not want this to... I Like, I just gave it a picture, because you didn't tell me. You were the only one who didn't tell me who you were playing. But your picture in the game is definitely David Harbour. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, come on! Like... Can I change my answer? <laughs> well, pretty sure Walter Matthau died, and I don't want to, like... I don't want to, like, joke about a dead man. Oh. All right, it's Haley's turn. Haley playing Estella Cullen. Who you got? All right, I have Kristen Ritter. Yes! Better <gasps> known as, recently, she's better known as Jessica Jones. Jessica oh, Jones. sweet. I like her. Very nice. She's cool. What an excellent choice. Honestly. Yes, I'm very excited. Yeah, she, Girl crushing super hard. She would play a really yes. good vampire. Right. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. That's what Jensi and I said. I'm like, how has she not been casted for a role yet? That's a really good She's choice. She's so gorgeous, and she just has like vampiric features. She does. Mm -hmm. She's very tall. Yeah, and, and she's like real slender, and she's got dark, dark hair, hair. And, like, very pale skin. She's gorgeous. Perfect. Perfect. She also really, she also really does that thing of like, how old are you? Like, it's, she's got that going yeah. on. Like, are mm -hmm. you young or are you not young? She's like, timeless. I can't tell. Yeah, she's ethereal. Exactly. Nice. All right. 
All right, Alex, your last Alex Bradley Swan. Who you Bradley got? Bradley Swan. See, I, I couldn't, I couldn't boil it down. Um, I either want to be Tom Holland, mm-hmm. who is just awesome, and I love him. I love Tom. Tom Holland, Holland is so great. Sweet baby. Or, or like an amalgamation of all the Jonas Brothers rolled into one. <laughs> <laughs> Got to pick one. You have to pick one. Uh, yeah, I pick the Jonas Brothers. All of them. Why? Just pick Nick Jonas. Who? Nick. Just pick Nick Jonas. Who is that? Although all those dudes are they're they're getting a little old at this point. Honestly, I honestly, which so is Tom Holland. I know but. nothing about the Jonas Brothers. I think Tom Holland still looks like a teenager. Yeah. He could do he it. He is currently yeah. playing yeah, yeah, yeah. a teenager. I'm just saying his age and his real age and what he looks like is two different things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't know. Uh, um. Do y'all have any suggestions for moi? I love Tom, Tom Holland. Holland I think good. that's a great. I think Tom mm-hmm. Holland has like the Bella Swan male look. Like he's kind of mousy. He's got like nice hair. Um, the dice that Fake Core uses because sometimes you gotta roll dice to see if you if you succeed or not. They're actually really special dice. They're called Fate dice. And in Roll20, they're called Fudge Dice because they were originally Fudge Dice and then Fate uses the same ones and calls them Fate Dice. For our sake, we're all going to call them Fate Dice. But for the players, when you go to roll, you roll your Fudge Dice. Fudge Dice. Good job. Alex just rolled it a D, rolled a DF and he got a zero. So the way that Fate Dice work is they look just like... Um, Regular old D6s with six sides, but instead of numbers on them, they have two sides are blank, two sides have a plus sign, and two sides have a minus sign. And so if you get a blank side, it's a zero. If you get a plus side, it's a one. And if you get a negative side, it's a negative one. And we always roll in groups of four. The way that successes and failures in Fate Core works is if you fail, if you don't meet the number that I put forth for you guys to meet, you just fail. Like, there is no degree of failure, you fail. And something bad is going to happen. Every time you fail, something bad is going to happen. Or maybe you might succeed ever so slightly, but something extra bad is going to happen. You know, it's going to balance itself out. Cool. And then we have these degrees of success. They're called shifts. So let's say that for this role, I wanted you guys to get a zero. Two, uh, two of us failed. Jen, uh, I, me and Haley failed. I almost said Jensi. Jensi and Haley failed. All right. <laughs> yeah, me and, ben and it doesn't matter that it doesn't matter that I got a negative one and she got a negative three. We both just fail real bad. Um, and then Alex and Ben both got a zero, so they met the goal. And so when you tie up with the number that I want you to get to, it's really interesting because, like, you might succeed a little bit and then you might fail a little bit. If I had rolled a three, then I succeed with style. And what that means is not only did I do the thing, but something really good happens also. And I'm guessing our aspects uh, will... We'll add pluses or minuses to these various roles? Yes, absolutely. So, um, maybe one of my aspects is, is that 
I, Gen Z, grew up on the streets. Like, that is a descriptor of me. That's something that I did that's in my background. So I can invoke that. So um, there are things called fate coins. And what you can do is you start off each session with three coins, depending on what your refresh is. But I'm just going to assume that everyone's going to start off with three coins. And I can use these coins to invoke my aspects. So if I want to be like, hey, GM, um, I grew up on the streets. I want to invoke this aspect. So I rolled a zero. Um, no, I rolled a negative one. But I, I had to get a zero or a greater. And so I'm going to invoke my aspect of grew up on the streets. And I have to convince the GM to let me do this. I'm going to be like, yeah, you know, I grew up on the streets. I had to pick a lot of locks. I had to be able to survive and steal and all kinds of stuff. So I'm really good at lock picking. So I deserve to get uh, this aspect invoked. And then me as a GM will be like, yeah, sure. It makes total sense. Give me that fake coin. And then you can invoke that aspect and invoking an aspect does, um, a couple of different things. Either I can re-roll or I can add plus two to my roll. And since I only had to get zero and I know that I've got a negative one, I'm just going to add plus two to that and I succeed. So one of the things that fake core really encourages is group building of the setting. However, since this is based off of a movie and a book that already exists, and I as a GM kind of have my own ideas of how this new thing is going to go, if it's okay with the group, I already kind of created a setting for us. Are you guys cool with that? All right, so I already kind of creating created the game. And Twilight is set in forks washington i'm keeping that okay so is it next um, to spoons washington yeah and forks <laughs> and, 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 and knives washington okay i got to it for Who's alex typing penises it's blue so it's alex no, anyway <laughs> all right so um when you create a setting it it wants Fake core likes to know if it's like a really big setting or a small setting. This is a small setting. We're mostly going to stay in Forks, Washington. We might branch out of Forks a little bit, but it's a very small setting, okay? So uh, the next thing that we do when we are creating a game is we talk about the big issues that are going on in this game. So there are two big issues. We've got the current issues, and these are the issues that are already plaguing all of our protagonists currently in the world. This is just like, what's going on in the world now? And then we've got the impending issue, and that's like an even bigger issue. Um, so let's say one of our current issues could be like... Boners. Rampant poverty. What? Nothing. He, <laughs> rampant he said, poverty, okay? I poverty is a big thing. I didn't hear it. He said boners. I'm getting... <laughs> no reason boners <laughs> yes one of our current issues is boners um but the impending issue the impending issue is um erectile dysfunction oh, no. okay so that's our impending issue right now we got to deal with boners later on we got to deal with not having boners when we want to have boners Unwanted okay dick pics exactly <laughs> So these are our national two emergency. <laughs> Declare. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. <perfect. clears throat> All right. Impending. Yeah. Okay. So um, using that um, 
boners and, and erectile dysfunction as our current and impending issues. In Twilight, I thought that we should stick to the two main things in Twilight, and that is romance and vampires. Do you guys agree that those are the two things that, that Twilight has or is supposed to have? Yes. All right, cool. All right, so our current issue that I think plagues us all currently that we have to address is that love and relationships are difficult. Okay. No, no. Especially if you're if you're a teenager. Yeah. And even with Charlie, I mean, you know, uh-huh. you've got to worry about your relationship with your son, your relationship right. with your friends and your workmates. Maybe there is a love interest. I don't know. You got to tell me that. Yeah. So love and relationships are difficult. That's something that we are all dealing with right now. So for the impending issue, like the big issue that comes later on, I want to keep that a little bit of a mystery. So I'm going to be kind of vague with that so one. So it's not vampires. It is vampires. Okay. So we know <laughs> The impending <laughs> issue so is vampires are real. Some of our <laughs> characters know this. Some of our characters do not know this. But this <laughs> is going to become quite the big issue later on in our campaign. Cool. D- do you guys think that these are good issues? Yeah. Sure. That's, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yep. Okay. The reason that I'm asking you is, like I said, normally the players and I all as a group come up with these things, but I kind of felt like I should go ahead and just come up with these. But I wanted to make sure you guys agreed. Agree. Agreed. Approve. All right. Agreed. Cool beans. All right. So those are our two big issues. Love and relationships are difficult, and vampires are a thing that exist. And again, um, I think, I, I don't know that I said this previously, aspects, it's really important that aspects kind of be a little balanced or double-edged. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the issues can't be like 100% negative. They've got to have like a little bit of a positive too. So I Vampires think- Are Real is kind of a positive in, in Haley slash Estella's sake. Yeah. But maybe not in all I, sakes. I could definitely see how some people would be real jazzed about vampires being real. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> and love and relationships are difficult. Like, yeah, they're difficult. That is an issue. But the like the positive note on that is love and relationships are also nice and beneficial, you know? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Moving on. So um, the next thing that Fate Core wants us to do is to establish places and faces. And so our places, our settings, often get aspects as well. And we will delve much more into that later. Right now, it's not important for them to have aspects, so I'm just going to let you know that we're going to be spending most of our time in Washington, in Forks, Washington. It's a kind of a small town in Washington. Um, it is surrounded by woods. So one of the places that we're going to be spending our time is the woods. And then another place that we're going to be spending our time is the Forks High School because two of our main characters are high school students. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. And then I also um, am going to give you guys a couple of uh, faces. 
So um, this really adds a lot of drama and interesting aspects to the story. Do you have vampire boners there, Benjamin? Oh, Real no. classy, okay? <laughs> I did not write that. Christ. Yeah, okay, you're the one in red Wait, and vampire is that? boners is in how did red. You... Alex, how did you... God, Ben, don't be blaming <laughs> stuff on other people when it was clearly you. It, it was me. <laughs> Seriously, though, how did you... Because you, 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 can decide, you can decide what color. color you type in. <laughs> nice. I, I did do a I do do a frame and it was on. How could end. you possibly think that was me? <laughs> no, I knew the whole time it was Alex. I was playing I was playing along with him. All right, so one of our faces, and again, our people are going to have aspects as well. But I don't want to give you guys aspects for these. I'm gonna flesh them out later. One of them I'm not gonna give you any information about whatsoever. But our first one. Hey. And our um, first face is Jacob Black, and he is a teenager in a neighboring town. And is I'm the town named Spoons? An aspect. The town is named Spoons. Yeah. <laughs> I got it in there. Cincy, <laughs> can I also make another, um, can, can I can I make a little world building um, suggestion? Yes, absolutely, please can do. We, can we please, um, I, I feel like Forks High School is a little a little boring, and I would just, I would just feel a lot better if my person was uh, going to a high school that was named after someone from Washington State that is just, that like really represents the state, and I would like that, I would, I would like that to be uh, Ryan Stiles High School. It, you're not going to high school, Benjamin, you were an adult man. Oh, that's right. I'm not the main character anymore. You're not. <laughs> you were well, an old man, the, and you could have gone... The school that I am sending my child to. You could to. have gone to any school across the United States. Oh, no. To be fair, I went there, too. I went, I but went to... But Charlie went to that school, so... Okay. Yeah. Charlie yeah. Charlie is Charlie is an alum of Ryan Stiles High School. Awesome. Um, does anyone else have any suggestions? Because, honestly, I would love player suggestions. I think that's what we're supposed I to do. I have a suggestion. Can yes. we name the high school after the town? Oh Forks, my God! High Moving on. Moving on. No, okay. I have a, I have a note. I have a note. Not okay. really a suggestion. Okay. Um, so we're doing a gender bend of Twilight, but yes, I see that you're keeping Jacob Black. Uh huh. I appreciate that. Awesome. Try. I, I'm trying to I follow also... where you're going, and and I appreciate <laughs> that. Awesome. I also appreciate that. I'm glad that you guys are. Picking up what I'm setting down. I actually did not until this very moment. Word. I'm very interested. In the show notes, we're going to put that gif of Jacob <laughs> taking off his pants. And we're also going to put in the photo of Jincy and I in our Team Edward shirts. Awesome. So what Haley was just referring to is when Haley and I were in high school, we had matching Team Edward shirts because we were Team Edward at the time for some reason. At the time. Yeah. At the time. At the time. <laughs> so th- we're we're digressing now, but I, I have to also mention that Jincy and I both reread Twilight mm-hmm. just what a month or two ago. Yeah, recently. and it, it's pretty neat to see how much we have changed and matured because we're both it like, is. "What the fuck?" Edward yeah, is an the, ass. <laughs> but at the same time, so yes, yes, absolutely. But at the same time, like all of the like teenage feels that i had just came rushing they back came and back. i was like i don't want these right now right they came back and that's why i had to uh read all the books and yeah. i just finished 
the fourth book like today. Nice. Nice. I had to continue. But yeah. I also have been reading the book a little bit and today I read the words clamily moist. So Ew, gross. And it was I was like, <laughs> you only need one of those words, but you used both. <laughs> For some reason. All right, so we've got Jacob Black. Teenage boy in neighboring town. I'm not going to give him an aspect yet. We will flesh out his character later. The other face that we've got, uh, we got vampires. And I'm not going to give you any information about the vampires. We will talk about them later. These are our, this is our setting, our issues, our faces and places. You guys got any questions or suggestions? Are there other people you have planned that Charlie knows? Or are we going to be making those up on the spot? I would love for you to tell me who your best friend is or someone who you would like to include in this uh, faces section. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So remind me. So I don't know this very well. Uh, What's Charlie's like job? He is in the movie and the books. He's like the police chief. He is the chief. He is the boss. Yeah, he's the he's the chief of police, much like David Harbour's character in Stranger Things. Um, so my best friend is um, um, she's a forest ranger. Okay, and um, what's her name? Her name is Madge. I don't have a last name for her. Uh, Madge Forrester. <laughs> oh boy, I you know what I, I'm gonna go for, it, but we're gonna hang a lantern on it. Yeah, she she. Her, her name her name is Madge Forrester, and she, like, gets it all the time. She's like, yeah, my last name was Forrester. I'm a forest ranger. She's a forest ranger. Would you like to give her an aspect or some kind of descriptor for her? Uh, she's outdoorsy. Outdoorsy. Okay. Um, so I think, let's say, so aspects, it's really important that they are balanced and kind of double-edged, positive and negative. So let's say loves being in the outdoors. How about rugged? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Because yeah. that's something that could be used against her, but it's also a positive yeah. thing. Like she's not, she's not, she's specifically not indoorsy. Right. Okay. Thank you. All right, there we go. Madge Forrester. She's a forest ranger. And two two R's. Forrester with two R's. Is this going to be similar to the 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 beginning of our or the regular story of Twilight, where I am coming into this town fresh and new? Um, that is a great question for you, Alex, because one of the things that Fake Core really likes for the players to do is um, during episode zero, during character creation is, is that you create a backstory for your character and then you kind of pass that backstory to someone else and they become part of that backstory, like a very minor character or a supporting role in that backstory. So um, for that purpose, I think you already living here is a really good idea. Maybe not for long. Maybe you just moved here a couple of months ago, but... um, Starting out in Phoenix and flying to Washington doesn't really work for that. But there is another option if that is what you want to do. Why do you ask if if, well, if I, we're starting? I'm just wondering because like okay. if if I'm creating a face and and mm-hmm. I just got here, it might be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, having just got here, but if I'd been here for a minute, I could create like a best friend, buddy, sidekick. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Would you like to already have made a best friend in the two months that you've been here? No. Okay. All right. Um, Haley, what about you? Would you like one of your vampire family members or someone else? Well, yeah, I kind of had a question about that since you okay. have vampires in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very broad mm-hmm. term, I believe. <laughs> um, I'll just go ahead and say that for the backstory of um, Estella, I, I wanted to basically keep it the same as Edward's because I, I liked Edward's backstory. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Um, so that would kind of involve at, at least having Carlisle. All right, let's add Carlisle then. Okay. All right, we got Carlisle Cullen. Um, he is head vampire dad. And so let's all think about an aspect for Carlisle Cullen. So something that describes him, something that he does, something that is who he is. Doctor of medicine. Yeah, okay. So he's absolutely a doctor of medicine. He's very um, good at it. He is very good at it. So, skilled vampire doctor of medicine. All right, character creation. So, when we are making our characters, first of all, I have already made you guys little character sheets. So, what I want you guys to do is go ahead and open up the character, the character that is your character. <laughs> so Ben, open up Charlie, Alex, open up Bradley, and Haley, open up Estella. The first thing that we really have to come up with is a thing called high concept. So your high concept aspect. So we talked a little bit earlier about aspects and how aspects are really descriptors for your characters. Um, who your character is, what your character does, what your character is like. So your high concept is really like your job or the most important thing about you. It doesn't have to be negative. This can just be like a pretty broad descriptor, but in some way it's got to be kind of interesting. So um, in this part, we're going to help each other out. So Haley is playing Estella Cullen. She is a vampire. She is an 18-year-old vampire. How long you been 18? A while. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So Haley, um, let's think of a really good, like, core description of Estella Cullen. Okay, so again, um, like what I said earlier, I want to keep the backstory of Edward Cullen just because I think it's a really good backstory I agree and um I tried to think of a different I don't really want to say vampire superpower but that's basically what they have when they become a vampire so I for um Estella I did keep the telepathic vampire so I love telepathic vampire but could like, how does she feel about being a vampire or being telepathic? Her feelings towards being a vampire are not very good. She doesn't, she never really accepted the role of being a vampire. Um, the telepathic part of it is she sees it as somewhat of a, of a um, 
I guess you could say quirk. Okay. A positive to the negative. Yeah. Okay. So what would be a good adjective for telepathic vampire? Like, is she troubled? Is she... Remorseful. Remorseful, maybe. Ooh, remorseful's good. I like remorseful. Uh, I have down teenage squirrel hunk. Okay. All right. You are a teenager. Squirrel as in... As a squirrel. Bushy tail. Fluffy face. Squirrel-like. <laughs> hunk as in you're super hot. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's Tom Holland. Jesus. No, um, I, I really don't know uh, what I, I want to do. I don't have an issue with that. Like, if that's the <laughs> kind of person you want to portray, I think that's a totally fine aspect. Nah, 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 nah. Um, I don't know how I want Bradley to be. I definitely want him to be um, a loner. Oh, okay. I like that. A loner is really good because it's, it's like a double-edged sword there. What about yeah. a, a quirky loner? Quirky is good, too. Quirky loner. Do it. I love that. Perfect. All right, Ben, you're next. Charlie Swan, tell us about your high concept aspect. I don't know what's more important. Um, police guy or dad? Mm-hmm. I okay. feel like it's probably police guy. I feel yeah. like dad has not been a part of this guy's, um, like, self-identity for a little while. Yeah, I agree with that, especially if Bradley just moved in with you. I think that being a police guy, especially since you're the police chief, you're very serious about it. You've risen yeah. up in the ranks. Yeah, he must be I ambitious to some degree, right? Yeah, absolutely. You, you're very, I mean, to get to be the head, like to get to be the police chief, I think that you care enough about it to have been able to not only get there, but to want to be there. So police chief. So let's think of something else with police chief. Like, uh, I think despite being a police officer, um, I think he does not care for change. I don't think he like. I think he likes things the way they are and doesn't like it when things change things from the way they are. That's a great high concept aspect. Police chief reluctant of change. Yeah, stubborn. Yeah, stubborn police chief, police chief reluctant of change. Either of those would be great. Yeah, yeah, I think he, I think, I think that can even be part of his uh, police officer thing is he likes to maintain the status quo and does not like it when things come in and shake things up. Perfect. And that would be a great secondary aspect. But I think that, yeah, reluctant of change or stubborn, either one of those would be great. Can I add one to mine? I want to add resourceful to it. Oh, I like that. Quirky, Quirky resourceful, resourceful loner. loner. Okay, so next up, we've got our trouble. So we've already decided who our characters are, what they do, what they're good at. Next up, we have to talk about the trouble. And troubles can come in like one of two ways. So this brings... If we are all just going through this game and we're awesome at everything and we don't have any issues to face or any troubles to face, then it's going to get real boring. So this brings interest and drama and chaos into our worlds, which makes it better. 
So troubles can be broken up into two types. You've got your personal struggles and you've got your problematic relationships. So personal struggles are about your darker side or impulses that are hard to control. And your problematic relationships are about people or organizations that make your life difficult. So first we have to figure out for each of you guys if, you, if your big trouble comes from inside of you or if it comes from outside of you. Estella, tell me about your trouble. Well, it's definitely, I would say, internal. Okay, why is it internal? Um, I would say that's because, again, um, I was turned into a vampire with uh, without consent, really. Yeah. And, it, you know, lost my parents as well during the Spanish influenza. Yeah. So very confusing time. And then, you know, wake up, you're in a lot of pain. And then everything's mm-hmm. just completely different. Mm-hmm. And I was never um, accepting of the new lifestyle of being a vampire. Okay. So your so. your main trouble comes with you're a vampire and you don't like that part of yourself. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. Perfect. So um, what kind of let, – let's, let's put that into like a short phrase or sentence that really embodies that trouble that you have within yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you guys are are free to help come up with like options. Brainstorming is great. I wouldn't say it's a it's a self hate thing. Def- not not that. Definitely not. Not that, that far. Not no, self hate. Um, lack of self acceptance, maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. Is- I feel like there's a difference between self hate and not liking who you are entirely. Exactly. Yeah, I hate it. I hate exactly what I am because of what I have to do to survive. Yeah. It's kind of like those being, instincts. You're not like comfortable in the skin you're in. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, so uncomfortable in your own skin is is great. Um Let's think of like doesn't want to be a vampire. Doesn't want to be a doesn't, vampire is a great trouble. There it is. There it is. <laughs> doesn't <laughs> want to be a vampire. Sometimes, sometimes directness is better than subtlety. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Here we yeah. go. I think yeah. that's a great trouble aspect. Doesn't want to be a vampire. Trouble. Okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Teamwork. Trouble. All right. Who wants mm-hmm. to tackle their trouble next? Alex does. <laughs> Poor Almost. Alex. All right, Bradley. Brad Bradley doesn't want to be here with his dad. Well, fuck you too, Brad. You're always working. You're never there for me. Mm. Oh, that hits deep. So I love that you're using doesn't want to be here with dad as your trouble aspect. I think that's great. But is that like the biggest trouble in your life right now? It's totally 100% fine if it is. Like if that's the thing that drives you to be better to do different things, to get out of the house with your dad, that's totally fine. I think I have something to sum it up. Um, the whole the whole shebang, fish out okay. of water. Oh, that's great. Fish out of water. I love that. Because it's not only like your strained relationship with your dad, it's your strained relationship with like your whole community. Like you don't belong here in your dad's house, in this school, in this town. Perfect. That is a perfect trouble. All right, Benjamin, you're trouble. So you got one thing away. that... Ooh, you push people away. I like that. That's perfect. Push people away. That's how we come into those murders. 
Uh-oh. Next to the cliff. Uh, yeah, you pushed I, them I right def- away. I pushed people away by defenestrating them. No, throw them out the window. Can defenestrating be my triple X? Okay. No. Okay. Pushing people away is fine, but you don't defenestrate people. I'm going to veto that one. All right, all right. Mm, vetoed. Headcanon. Okay, so this next part is um, we've got the phase trio up next. And the way the phase trio works is we've got three parts of the phase. You can see them there on your character character sheet. The first phase is your adventure. So that's kind of like your background. That's where you're coming from. That's what you did right before this campaign started. That's your big thing that got you to where you are. And adventure is a pretty broad term. You don't have, have... I mean, you didn't have to, like, dethrone an empire or anything as your adventure. But it's just, like, what your character went through to get them to where they are right now. After that, we've got two other phases. We've got phase two, crossing paths, and phase three, crossing paths again. And that is where you guys are going to share your adventures with each other and decide how you guys fit into each other's adventures, again, as, like, a minor character or as a supporting character. So... Our first phase is your adventure, and so we're going to go around, and you guys are going to, like, tell me what your adventure is, and then write it down in in your character sheet, just like we did with the other thing. Um, There are some good questions to ask yourselves that, like, help you decide what your adventure was, like, maybe something bad happened. What was it? Did it happen to you? Did it happen to someone you care about? Or did it happen to someone that you were uh, coerced into helping? What did you decide to do about that problem? Like, what goal did you pursue? Who stood against you? Um, And did you expect that kind of opposition? Did it come out of nowhere? And did you win or did you lose? And either way, what consequences arose from that outcome? So, um, for example, Bradley is pretty new to the scene. He just came to Forks. Um, Bradley, are you saying that you came from uh, Arizona? I guess, yeah, we could do Arizona. I was thinking at least a big city. Okay. I wanted to be like a, a, a sharp contrast between where I was a big city to small town. What big city do you like best? I mean, Phoenix is pretty cool. All right. Could do New York. Let's do New York. Why that'd, not? That'd be a big uh, culture shock between Forks and New York City. Yeah, absolutely. Biggest of the big. So you came from New York to Forks, where you don't even like being here. What is the adventure that brought you from New York City to Forks, Washington? Where what'd you do to get here? I was I was honestly thinking that um possibly my mom uh died. And oh, that she I, died. I had to come live with the dad. Wow, I love that. Okay, mom died. Absolutely. So that's a pretty big, that's the bad thing that happened for you. Your mom died. So what did you do about it? Um, well, I tried to emancipate myself and stay in New York. Okay. Because I'm, 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 let's say, let's say at the time I was almost 18. Okay. And I, like, I was like a couple months short of my birthday and Mm -hmm. they wouldn't let me stay and said I had to legally move in with my dad. So I lost that particular battle. Okay. Awesome. So you did lose. I think that's a great, I think that's a really great adventure for you. Um, 
your the bad thing that happened was your mom died. Uh, the goal that you pursued, you tried to emancipate yourself. They said, uh, you're too young. You can't do that. You have to move in with your dad. So that's a great adventure for you. So what we do from there is we take an aspect from that. So for each of these phases, we're going to pull something for your character to use throughout the campaign. So your mom died, you tried to emancipate yourself, the state said no, you have to go live with your dad, so you moved to Forks, Washington. So we have to take an aspect from that. Something that you took away from it, that you gained, something that either like sums up that whole thing for you or... What about uh, city grown? All right, Ben. What's your adventure? Um, what what I'm what I'm thinking is um he's chief because of like one big case that happened. Um, uh, I I, I just for the audience, I used to be a newspaper reporter. Um, murders definitely happen in small cities. Um, but they're always the stuff like the murder. The, there, there's no, it's never like a big unsolved crime. It's always like people get into an argument and one of them shoots the other person. Um, but like, there was like, at, w at one point he, uh, he was just a detective on, on the police force and he was working the case of the forks knifer. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, he solved, he solved that case. He, he like caught the forks knifer, like, like red handed. And, uh, it made it, it, uh, it got him the like chief job basically. Okay, I love that so much as a backstory. And in your bio and info, I think that's a great place for that. I need to go ahead and like be a, a good GM right here. So there are really good things happening right now and I am going to give you guys two choices. Number one, we can continue on these great things. You come up with your backstory and adventure and then you pick three aspects. Or we can do the phase zero thing that they have laid out, and that's where we cross paths. And I did not explain crossing paths before you guys started your adventure. That's my fault. So the idea that that fake core wants us to do, and again, there are two options. We don't have to do this. But the idea is that once you get your adventure and you have your adventure, then you pass that adventure to someone off, and they have to figure out where they fit into that adventure. So with that particular adventure, neither Estella nor Bradley could really be much of a part of that. I guess I guess we could be. I guess like Bradley, like his mom getting pregnant. No, no, no let me back up then. then. No, 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 no. I got I Maybe got this. you saved the mom from the knifer. Uh, let's forget the fork sniper. That was a funny joke. We all had a good laugh. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. So the, the uh, person, I'm sorry. the the main thing that I have to say is that these adventures can't have happened very long ago because all three of you guys need to have been at least distantly related to this adventure. Okay. Okay. Unless you guys just want to pick your backstory and then you guys can just come up with other aspects. That's totally a valid way of playing. Well. My idea was that um, this this like murder guy that mm -hmm. he caught was like a cannibal, but he wasn't Ugh. really a cannibal. Ugh. It was a vampire. He just didn't know one. He just didn't know that. Okay. Oh, a vampire. Okay. I mean, I love that. I think that's great. Um, yeah, it could it could maybe be like a rogue member of this of this family, or maybe another vampire. I don't know. 
We like would a, have to an, figure out how Bradley factors into this, though. Um, yeah. And that's Bradley's job, but we have to make it to where he can factor into it. Okay. Okay. Um, can it be as dramatic as, like, uh, like, his, his, like Bradley, as a small child, perhaps, was was almost one of the victims of this, uh, this cannibal... Alex, Cannibal how man. do you feel about that? Sure. Yeah, that, that could actually lead to um, a, a big reason why the mom and dad got divorced and then moved Perfect. away. Perfect. Perfect. I actually love all of that. Yeah, let's do it. All right, Ben, uh, put that into your adventure. So um, early on, you were a detective. You were investigating uh, a cannibal. And um, you... Sorry, what? What did you you decided to investigate it? You did catch him or her? Uh, yeah. Unless that doesn't work. I, it's fine for it to work. Yeah. I mean, they could have gotten away later, or okay. You, I, I don't know. Any number of things could have happened, but yeah, sure. You could have you could have caught him. Yeah. Do you need I more? I think than that's that? great. Do you need more than that? Or No, that's perfect. All that's good. So you'll just put that into your phase one adventure and then we'll come up with Well one So you don't don't include Bradley in this. Bradley is going to include himself in your adventure the way that he wants to. Okay. Sorry. Just say you caught the murderer. You did win. You did it. Good job. You get a prize. And that prize is an aspect. Yeah, so what kind of aspect can we gain from this? One I, one thought I had was um, uh, paranoia. Uh, he no longer believe he no longer sees the world as safe. No longer sees the world as safe is a perfect aspect. All right, awesome. So we got two down. Haley to go. Yes. All right. So my adventure will start in um, 1918, the spread of the Spanish influenza. And during that time, my parents got sick. And soon after, I got sick. Um, from what I was told by my stepfather, um, Carlisle, my parents, my dad passed away first, and my mother, she hung on for quite a while. Mm -hmm. And she, her dying wish was for Carlisle to, by any means necessary, to save my life. Mm -hmm. And when Carlisle tells the story, it's as if he also thought that maybe my mother knew what Carlisle was, and oh. she was okay with that. Mm -hmm. She was okay with the fact that he was unnatural. Mm -hmm. And so her dying wish was for him to save me, and she passed away. Um, I was the last one living out of the family, and mm -hmm. Carlisle saved me mm -hmm. by turning me into a vampire. Perfect. So I love 100% of all of that. I think that is great. 
I think that would go under your bio and info though, and the two reasons that I think that is because first of all, you didn't have a major role in that. It was kind of things that were done to you, so that would kind of be like your background, your bio. Um, and also, the other two gentlemen were not alive at that time, so they wouldn't be able to cross paths with that adventure. That's all perfect for bio, though. So for your adventure, let's think about something that you have done since you have gotten to Forks. So Carlisle and I moved to Forks about five years ago, and I mm -hmm. started at Forks High School. That is what the name of it is, right? Forks High School? Ryan Styles High, High School, school now. Right. Sorry. Ryan Styles High School. <laughs> you guys so, keep saying that name like you don't know who he is, and it's bumming me out. <laughs> <laughs> who is that? So, <laughs> Shut up, Alex. You know who it is. I do know who it is. <laughs> Carlisle and I moved here because um, Forks, Washington, Olympic Peninsula, it's very, uh, very cloudy and rainy here almost all the time, which is good for vampires. So we've, we've been here for about five years. Uh, I, I enrolled into the high school, mostly because, um, I, to be honest, probably out of boredom. Okay. Needed nice. something to do. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm in school. I'm a All senior right. now. This is such a good adventure. Again, so good. And if we didn't have to be, like, limited by what has happened in the world of twilight that we want to keep mm -hmm. this would be a lot easier but but it's real tough gme yeah it is but it's real it's real tough for estella to have crossed paths with both bradley and charlie and for both of them to have crossed mm -hmm. paths with estella so what I was going for was kind of the, the, the same thing with Twilight, where Bradley crosses paths with Estella in school. And you, all, you guys Char already know each other. Charlie knows of Estella through Carlisle. All right. So, yeah, absolutely. So what we can do is um, we can say Charlie moved here right before school started. Are you all okay with that? Sounds good. I meant, I meant Bradley. Okay. Bradley. I think I said mm -hmm. Charlie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, before senior then, year started before like yeah. senior year. Okay. Yeah. In the, in the summer before senior year started and we're going okay. to start our story in September, October. So he's already been here a couple of months. Do you guys feel okay with all of that? Sounds good yeah. to moi. All right, cool. So Haley, we got to come up with a good adventure that happens right either in the summer of senior year or right after senior year has happened. Something bad that happens to Estella during that time that she has to overcome. And, okay. and you can also like you can ask your fellow teammates or me or whatever. We can all we can all collab on this if you want. Yeah, I need some collaboration. Stop and listen. <laughs> Puberty. Puberty. Puberty? I don't think she's gone through. Uh, she a, I did. She's a, she's a late bloomer. A no. really, really, she... really late bloomer. No. Unless there's some sort of second vampire puberty, which I don't even want to think about. Oh, that sounds right. Maybe there is. Yeah, no, Maybe I actually like is. that. Yeah. Maybe you just developed your powers. Maybe they came late. Ooh. Okay, yeah, I like that? I like I like that. Yeah. So Yeah, like maybe your telepath 
Yeah, exactly. The tip of poo poo poo. Just a few months ago, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I can hear everything. Telepathy is the word. So your oh. telepathy has just started. Uh, that's the bad thing that happened. So what do you decide to do about the problem? I decide to listen. Okay. Because <laughs> um, what else can I do? <laughs> telepathy has started. Um, it's kind of messing with you a lot. It's probably hard to like filter out because there's a bunch of mm-hmm. voices at you coming at once. Exactly. Okay. Um, so that's the big bad thing that happened. Um, and so, and that could drive me to madness. That could drive me to madness to almost wanting to kind of do away with my vegetarian lifestyle and want to, I don't want to say like a complete killing spree of humans, but you know, if you're, if you're driven to madness, these are things that could happen. So the bad thing that happens, your telepathy has almost driven you to madness. How do you get back from that? Because you did win. We're going to say that you did win, right? Or you wouldn't still be in the high school. So how did you do that? So fortunately, Carlisle found me and was able to bring me back to my senses. Awesome. Um, And how how did he do that? Um, Well, uh, massage therapy. (laughs) <laughs> doctor of medicine i mean yeah i mean um well i i will say that what i probably needed to do was get out of forks for a while okay and so maybe he took you on a trip he could have taken me on a trip uh, we could have visited other covens okay. covens that are not necessarily living the same lifestyle as we are Oh, maybe he did that to show you like how the bad vampires are yeah exactly okay i like that and then um, he brought you back, and you just kind of realized that you didn't want to live that, I guess? Yes, I realized that I do not want to be a murderer. You want to be a teenage girl in a high school. Exactly. Because Damn that's girl. what you wanted all along, because that's what was stolen from you. Basically, yes. I that love was, that. That was taken from me. <laughs> perfect. That's a perfect adventure. I love that so much. And it's like a new thing. It is a new thing. Awesome. So we'll put that under your adventure. Okay. So, and we need to think of an aspect for that. Right. And the strong connection would definitely be with Carlisle for bringing me back out of the darkness that I was starting to fall into because of the telepathicness that was that was happening. So the aspect, let's see. Um I would. I would not saying owing my life. I would say owing my existence to Carlisle. I like that because on one hand you are still here, you still exist, and that is a mm-hmm. strong positive. But on the other hand, you have to deal with all of the negative parts that come from that. So you could also like resent him a little bit from that. Right. Exactly. So. The second phase is crossing paths. So each of you have individually come up with really great, strong adventures that brought you to where you are now, made you the person that you are, allowed you to overcome whatever it was that you did. So now we have to figure out how you guys relate to each other. And one of the great things that I like about this is that it it already creates relationships, but it also like lets you guys as players bond with each other. So... What you do is, 
we're going to switch character sheets with someone and then you as a player are going to figure out how you fit into that original adventure. So you've got like a, three options here. You can either complicate the adventure, like you can be the one that makes some part of that adventure like maybe it's not going to happen. So for example, with... Um, and I don't want to give you guys too many ideas here, but with Charlie's whole adventure of catching vampires, maybe, um, maybe Estella was like involved in that. And maybe at that time she was going crazy and she was trying to help the other vampire or something. I don't know. So she almost made, uh, Charlie's success not happen or solving a situation. Maybe she was like, on um like the mend and so she was actually like silently from the shadows helping him out a little bit because how else could like some random human dude catch a dang vampire right or um the third option is complicating and solving so this is kind of like a but then kind of thing like a later kind of thing like at first she was like complicating things but then later she came to her senses and decided to help him out so the big thing about this though is that you as a character are inserting yourself into the story but you are not stepping on the original adventure's toes and the original protagonist's toes. It is still their story, it is still their adventure. You cannot change any part of what they have written down and it's also really self-serving. So I as a player want to make sure that I benefit from this experience of being involved in your adventure, but I'm still like a very minor character in your big adventure. Does that make sense to everybody? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, let's say we're going to take the person to your right. So Haley, go ahead and open up Bradley Swan's character sheet. Alex, go ahead and open up Charlie Swan's character sheet. And Ben, go ahead and open up Estella Cullen's character sheet. So under the phase two crossing paths, what you guys are going to do is, and you can totally talk to each other about this, uh, you're going to decide how you fit in with their story. So Haley, how do you fit into um, Bradley's story of his mom died, he wanted to stay in New York, but he had to move to Forks with his dad, and now he's in Forks and he doesn't want to be? Okay, so Bradley had to move to Forks, doesn't want to be here, but since he's still He's still underage, correct? Under He's 18 age? now. He's 18 now, okay. But he was very what? recently 17. He was in Forks while he was 17, so uh, conceivably you could have crossed paths with him when he was 17. Okay. Well, uh, either way, I feel like um, his father, Charlie, would have forced him to go to school anyways. Yeah, even, okay. Even, even if he was 18 and technically I'm an adult, I don't have to do what you have to say. Or yeah. what you say. Mm -hmm. So... Um, if this is okay with Bradley, I will say that our paths cross um, the first day of senior year at blah blah high school. Colin Makarika High School. Brian Stiles High School. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just can't remember it. It's fine. It should be Forks. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Alex, how okay. does that sound to you? Do you that, like that sounds, her? That sounds pretty good. With you? Um, okay. What if what if she, uh, she was the one like initially to welcome me to the high school, 
I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Yeah. So Estella, do you want to solve his situation? Do you want to like try and, and make his time in Forks a happier place? Or do you want to complicate it a little bit and maybe um make him not like it as much? Um, no, I'm actually going to be very welcoming to Bradley because as soon as I see him, I realize it's very quiet. Oh. I can't hear his thoughts. Okay. And so like I'm very, that. I'm very drawn to him. A and real, it's not real airhead. <laughs> Nothing going on betwixt those ears. So you're going to put down that you were the first person to meet him when he moved to Forks and um, maybe like did orientation at the high school or whatever. And that you were very welcoming to him. Um, and that helped him, you know, overcome his adventure. And the reason for that was because you were getting nothing but radio silence from his head and that intrigued you. Okay, I love that. I love that. All right, so for the phase two aspect, Haley is going to get the aspect from this path crossing because she is the one who interacted in Bradley's story. So for this aspect, you're not going to put it under Bradley's phase two aspect. You're going to put this in your own aspect. So what kind of, what can you take away from this? Haley, what kind of aspect can you get from, from this path crossing? Well, it, it kind of puts a new spin on my existence because up until now, I've just kind of been going day by day, not feeling much, listening to everyone's thoughts. Mm -hmm. And then today I see this boy and I can't read his thoughts and I can't understand why. So it kind of puts a spin on my existence. Okay. I love that. So... Aspects can absolutely be related to other characters. So um, Bradley puts a spin on your whole existence or, I mean, just not being able to read Bradley's thoughts, having that cause stuff for you. What? Give me a, give me a good, I kind of like, like just the, the, sweet the, the spin on my existence. All right, Alex. So... Um, you've got Charlie's open. Tell me about your phase two. I, I did a spin off of what Ben was going on. Like maybe I was kidnapped mm -hmm. by the murderer. Yeah. And it's definitely going to be a complication. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, so your, your complication is, is that it, it may or may not have worked because while he's trying to catch the murderer, his son just got kidnapped. So, but it did happen. I like that. So how will that... Then give me an aspect for that. Kidnapped by a murderer. I thought of uh, Touched by the Dark. Ooh, that's beautiful. I love that. Maybe it affected right. me in that way. Um, So I feel like if Estella has had some, like, episodes here, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like that probably got her into the holding cell overnight a couple of times. Um, uh, sure. Um, but you he, that? yeah, yeah. He probably didn't want to like actually charge her with anything. Um, but he just, he just kind of, I mean, 
you know, he he's the chief, and so he he meet, he knows a lot of the town. Um, but he he specifically knows this person. He he has met her a couple of times. Um, so you are taking the the third option where you are complicating and solving. So you see her doing some crazy stuff. Uh, you put her in a holding cell. A holding cell that 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 may be like complicates her road to recovery but then you decide you're going to let her go and send her back to her father uh yeah because you you believe that she's a good kid um yeah well uh i think more just having an episode is not a crime okay yeah having an episode is not a crime. no i don't think he i think i think his paranoia makes it so that he doesn't he's not like he doesn't give people the benefit of the doubt (laughs) but uh but you did for her Oh, there's just nothing to charge her with. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. So, um, No, I, I, I would say he's specifically suspicious of her. Oh, okay. And I realize, so, I realize that that's kind of a shitty thing to do, but I'm, I'm making this a flaw. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. So, um, under Estella's phase two, you're going to go ahead and write that story. Uh, what aspect can you take away from that, then? You saw her doing, having like an episode, you put her in jail, but you were like, you know, that's not a crime. I have to let her out. So you let her out. Like what, what aspect, what part of you comes from that? Suspicion. Is that good enough, Jensi? Suspicion? Um, I am now suspicious of Estella is a perfectly good aspect. Yeah, okay. That... I yeah, I can compel the heck out of that and you can certainly invoke that, sure. That will complicate this story perfectly. The way the crossing pass again works is you're not talking about the original adventure anymore. You're talking about adventure two. So for example, uh Estella's adventure two is is that Estella has had a couple of episodes that end her up that end her up in the holding cell overnight, and Charlie has released her, but only because having an episode isn't a crime. So that's what you are going to think about, Alex. So how do you factor into Estella got locked up, had an episode, and uh, Charlie decided to let her go? Could I have helped Charlie, uh, convince Charlie to let her go? Yes, absolutely. That would be um, solving a situation. Yeah, you could be the one who's like, you know what, Dad? Like, that's not a crime. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't do that thing. Yeah, or just at least like, yeah, your your disapproval at. I don't I don't know if you know her specifically yet, but yeah, just generally disapproval at uh, you him like locking up people your age for like not doing a, really anything wrong. Well, I think I I know her because um she welcomed me to the high school. Okay, I like that. And I. Uh, and I've I've seen her, um, you know, I probably saw this happening, and I, I probably feel bad and compassionate about it. And I'm like, you know, it's it's not her fault. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so your part three of crossing paths with Estella, and again, you're going to put this in Estella's and yours, mm-hmm. Alex, is that you convinced Charlie to not keep her in jail because it wasn't actually a crime. And the aspect that you're taking is compassion, is that right? Yeah, sure. Perfect. Ben, you want to be next? 
I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out if it's feasible for him for for the dad for Charlie to have been like don't get mixed up with that family. You already know Estella. Estella's been there for a while. So you know her and her family, but I think that the timeline at this point means that when she welcomes him to the high school, she maybe has not had an episode, or maybe she has had an episode, you've locked her up once, and then later on you lock her up again, and that's when Bradley okay. convinces you to let her go. Okay, I just, it's up to I you. just, I kind of want, wondered if it was okay if um, Charlie was like, you should just stay away from that family. Yeah, absolutely. So you can complicate it. That's a perfectly valid thing you can try and complicate it so tell that, me about how like you're that. complicating it I, I just and, and i'm gonna be i'm gonna be very a very bad dad here and just and tell him not to not to associate with those people all right awesome so brad uh charlie you tell brad because he does not believe the world is safe yeah. You tell Bradley, I don't like her. I don't like her family. Something weird's going on. I've already arrested her at least once or twice. Uh, you should just stay the heck away from her. That's how you complicate the adventure. Stay away from Juliet. So, what's the aspect you can get from that, Charlie? Is it the bad dad aspect? I don't want to just say bad dad. It's, there's, it's more complicated than that. He's not a dad. He's not a bad dad. He's not a great about, dad. But What about strained relationship with bradley yeah or Un, I, I'm, um, I'm definitely unwilling to compromise his safety for like his happiness controlling Contro- sounds controlling good controlling sounds good relationships yeah controlling of bradley's relationships step off my job dad all right Haley. so you have oh charlie's sheet and charlie's sheet says that bradley when he was a kid complicated the issue because he was kidnapped by the murderer so we have to figure out were you and your vampire family in the area while all of this was going on or at least like somewhere in the area okay so i'm touching on the fact of the uh the murderer that bradley was kidnapped by the murderer and it complicated charlie's investigation of it So here, what you could do is you could help solve that. And so Bradley got kidnapped by a vampire. Vampires, again, like, they're real strong and stuff. How did old Detective Charlie, human, get his son back from a vampire? So maybe your family was, like, kind of in the area and they had heard about these evil vampires doing bad stuff and kidnapping kids. And maybe you and your family were a part of that. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. That's probably good. Like she put out an anonymous tip. Okay, maybe. Or she could have had some like sneaky, yeah, I'm, like vampire I, fight. I, I think a direct uh, involvement in that would have been better. A direct tip, I, I, or you, you in some way taking care of it yourself. I mean, I can't. Charlie can't. Charlie can't arrest a vampire. That won't work. <laughs> like how the heck did I catch a vampire? I feel like you would have to be involved in some way. Maybe he didn't well, know it was you, uh, but yeah. Uh, let um, I'm sorry. Can I can I be reminded of the like time frame of when the kidnapping happened? 
Yes, so Bradley was a little kid at the time, so this would have been a few years before your vampire... The telepathy hit. Yeah, your, before, the tele, before the telepathy hit. So um, your, your family right now has been moving around from place to place in, like, the general northeastern area. I mean, the northwestern area because... They can't stay in one place for too long, but you might still be, like, somewhere close to Forks. But this is when Bradley is a little kid, before that happens, but you're still, like, a vampire. Gotcha. So, what I think may have happened is that there were some vampires that visited us while we were, um, not living in Forks yet. Maybe just looking at the area. Okay, yeah, so and maybe you were scoping it out for like 10 years down the road? Exactly, we were scoping yeah. it out. Yeah, okay, and I like that. another coven visited us at the time, and the coven was a was one that um, they participated in sucking the blood of humans. Mm-hmm. And they, they mentioned, yes, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did happen to mention to us... Mm-hmm. that they were probably going to feed in Forks, Washington. Okay. And okay. Uh, Carlisle and I felt a, uh, we were very disturbed by this idea because we were hoping to move into Forks, Washington. Yeah, and you can't if there's like vampires there eating people. Exactly. So we pretty much followed these other vampires and... I think what happened was that a child was kidnapped. And Carlisle and I followed the vampire that kidnapped this child. And we were able to intervene. And help help and the police catch the guy and, and release the kid. Exactly, yes. I love that. I and, love that. And since this happened, um, well, I guess we could say maybe like boo, 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 10 years ago. Um, Carlisle and I decided to wait a couple of years, or not a couple of years, a few years before we, we, uh, decided to actually live in Forks, Washington, because Chief Swan was involved with this thing where a child was abducted and it happened to be his child. So we didn't want to come in and move, move in right away after this happened. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds perfect. Okay. So, um, you will in the, the adventure three part there you'll talk about how you and carlisle were scoping out the area you knew some vampires the vampires approached you and they were doing bad stuff you wanted to make sure that you guys could live there later on so you helped the police um get the vampire and and save the kid Perfect. That's a really good adventure. So what is the aspect that you can take away from that? That you're willing to turn on fellow vampires? Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. That, that, that is a good one because Carlisle and I do not live as the other vampires do. As our way of life is, uh, I will say, a new adaptation. So there's a lot of covens that do not accept our ways. You're evolving. Yeah, exactly. We're evolving. So, yes, um, willingness to turn on other vampires to, I don't want to make it super long, but basically to preserve human life. Because that's basically what Carlisle was doing. That's why he became a doctor. 
Yeah, absolutely. And now you're in it too. You're you're convinced. So willing to turn on other vampires. That's perfect. I love that. You could call it a new breed. <laughs> awesome. So now we all have our one, two, three, four, five aspects for our characters. We've got our high concept aspects. We've got our trouble aspects. We've got our three aspects that you guys came up with each other by collaborating and joining in on each other's adventures, and that's cool. We've got lots of backstory here. We've got all kinds of good stuff. We are ready to move on to the next thing, and there is a next thing, but this one isn't going to be as long and arduous. Are you guys ready? All right, awesome. So now that we have gotten our aspects and our names and such, it is time to pick our skills. So the way that Fake Core works is you get skills. And these skills help you out with your fate rolls. So remember when we were all rolling our fate rolls and some of us weren't doing great, none of us did great. The, the most that any of us got were zeros. Well, our skills help us out with that because we can use our skills to improve our roles. And the way that skills work for Fate Core is it's kind of a pyramid system. So you can be average at four things and that would be a plus one to your role. You can be fair at three things, that's a plus two. You can be good at, th at two things, that's a plus three. And you can only be great at one thing, but that's a plus four. So whenever you get to use your great skill, that's awesome because you get a plus four to that role and that can really turn the tide on some rolls. The cool thing about Fake Core is they give us these skills and these are all very good skills, but we can also make up new skills and that is 100% allowed. We can make them up all day long. Um, sometimes people like to play games where each of the characters get independent skills. Uh, they don't share skills. I'm gonna let you guys share skills as long as you don't skip share stunts. So after you get skills, you get three stunts. And a stunts are basically making your skills do cooler things. And so what you guys are going to do now is you're going to look at these skill lists. You're going to decide if you want them in your average slots, your fair slots, your good slots, or your great slots. Or if there is not a skill listed over here and you would like a skill, please let me know and we will totally talk about adding it to the list. Another option is during gameplay, we can leave these blank and just when you want to do something, decide, you know what, investigate would be really good here and I decide that I'm just going to be great at that. You go ahead and put that in your great slot during gameplay and before that you didn't have anything there. But then after that you can't change it. So if you guys want to leave your skill list blank for now or if you just want to add like one or two in for now then we can totally do that. Or if you guys want to do all your skills we can do that. It's totally up to you. I like the idea of doing it as it comes along. Yeah. Are you okay with that Alex okay. and Haley? Yeah we can do that. However you want to do yeah. it. Okay. I filled out like four of mine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Let's do it that way then. And we will do the same thing with stunts if that's okay with everyone. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. Alright. Awesome. So you guys have created your characters. We have created the game. We have talked about the world of Twilight and why we decided to do Twilight. <laughs> um. That's really all there is to the fake chord. Session zero. Yeah. So episode one, awesome. episode one of Twilight will go up in uh, two weeks. Yeah. 
and then we'll start the show for real. Bye, kisses. <laughs>